Okay, so last week we talked about the first of our shark chicks, good old Valerie Taylor. Oh, yeah. And and we hinted at talking about another shark chick, good old Ocean Ramsey. Ocean Ramsey. That's, uh, if you're going to, if you're born with the name Ocean, uh, you better not, like, waste it. You better not waste it and, and go and become, like, a fucking IT person or something. <laughs> right? Well, is is that not the truth? Like, uh... And it is one. And it is one of the biggest uh, questions about about her. Like, what what is her real name? And it is Ocean. It is Ocean. Yes. And Ramsey in Latin means keeper of the sea. I was going to say it means IT tech. No. <laughs> <laughs> Often known as the Shark Whisperer. Good old Ocean psst, Ramsey. Psst, hey Shark, come over here for a second. Hey, shark, you want to get lucky? <laughs> what is she whispering? Hey, shark, you, you want to have a good time? I got some stuff here. Psst, psst. And just like anyone who's out there living their life, doing what they do, trying to do their best in life, you can surely bet, Brando, that that's going to piss somebody off. You um, you can't not piss someone off in this world today. I'm gonna mean, I'm gonna put that out there right now. Try to not piss off someone, even the most well intentioned. Well, even the most well intentioned, especially the most well intentioned. But yeah, you you can't really you know wake up in the morning and not have just pissed someone off. Like another person woke up motherfuckers using my air using air and resources of the planet god how damn dare it. you try to come into this lane this is my lane i own everything and i'm offended i'm i'm declaring right now that i'm offended at the way i'm drinking this mm. abyss coffee i'm offended that you're drinking such delicious coffee in that manner i'm offended that you haven't made me a cup over here that's why I'm offended. You see, you can find a reason to be offended just about anything. Well, interestingly enough, you know, um, we did get a recent review. We've, got a, we've gotten a couple reviews over the last couple of uh, weeks and months. And on, on iTunes, we're sitting at 197. Okay. We need a couple more to, we need to kick break us two, over that little 200 threshold. Yeah. So people get out there and uh, give us a rating and review. Remember, one star or five stars. Don't go giving Brando a four star review. It's, it'll make him blow his mind. <laughs> well, let's just not be wishy washy. Is my thing. You know, we commit, commit to your fucking mindset. Not, not this. Uh, I don't know if they're good or bad. <laughs> I don't want to offend them, but I'm offended. Because <laughs> I haven't really listened much <laughs> to make a logical review. This is from Skip from Louisville, Kentucky. Fucking Skip. And he, he specifically gives us a review on episode 274. Specifically, not the show in general but specifically 274. I don't know if it's the only one he listened to, so he judged everything based on that. 
Um, he gives us a one star. Okay, well, I, I tip my hat to, to being committed to your point of view as opposed to, well, I don't know. Okay. I, I, I agree with you. I'll give, I'll give him a... I'll, I'll tip my hat to him as well for, for coming out and saying, I, I don't like it and, and coming out and specifically uh, declaring that we are not the show for him. Uh, I'm No. On that note, I say I'm he A-OK. should keep listening. I t- I t- a tip of the old brimmer. I might. Well, I don't think he's going to keep listening because <laughs> he says he says their gallows humor on this episode was Ooh. disgusting. We are horrible. We are terrible, James. He says, rather than talk about the dive and what can be learned from it, they just shredded all the people involved. Hmm. I'm going to have to re-listen this one. This is the uh, just putting the tip in episode. Yeah. I don't know how we shredded everyone involved. I don't recall shredding shredding anyone. And in fact, I think we did on every point that we were making, we we said why you know these decisions were not even necessarily bad decisions but i mean what the two divers did that entered the shipwreck when they were explicitly told not to like we were saying why you know breaking every rule in the goddamn open water manual is generally a bad idea yeah i don't know if we shredded them i don't even know them if i we if, said it, it, shredding in, to me means you just broke down them as people you you destroyed them as human beings, which we definitely did not. No, do. we don't we, even know. We them. said this is why you don't do trust me dives and go into a wreck, yeah. just hoping that you're going to come out. Which we don't said a million times. People, yeah. yeah, we don't. Yeah. You don't follow people into an environment where you don't have the education and the equipment and the experience. Maybe Skip does. Maybe that's what he's really angry about. I mean, if you want to give us a one star for swearing too much. And saying cocksucker and motherfucker and using Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> a, voices. God damn okay. it. Okay. Like if, if that was his review, one star. They have a terrible Samuel L. Jackson accent <laughs> and True. said motherfucker way too much. It's good goddamn One beer. star. Okay, right. I get it. I get it. I'd be the first to admit our Samuel, especially mine, I won't I won't criticize you yours because I know it's a trigger. It's a triggering mechanism for you. But for <laughs> me, mine is us- terrible. If you want to give us a one-star review for using sexual innuendos about penetration and just sticking the tip <laughs> in about going and taking a little peek in the wreck, all right, I get it. You don't like it. You don't like our humor. We're not the show That's for it. It's not really gallows humor, though. That's I'm, more I'm, of um, uh, juvenile, which I would happily wear that, uh, that uh, moniker because that description, I—, I Sometimes do have juvenile humor, although juveniles do have the best sense of humor, by the way. FYI. FYI, Skip. That's because there's no filters on that humor. Skip's probably like a 25-year-old, but he's trapped in a – no, he's a 90-year-old trapped in a 25-year-old body, maybe. Gallo's humor is not very funny to a 90-year-old. Do you know why? Because they're hanging around the gallows, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. I mean – do you have a problem that we criticized Gary for literally killing his girlfriend? He fucking killed his girlfriend. I, I mean, is that what you're literally... saying, Skip? You're for killing girlfriends? I think a lot of girlfriends out there are not going to like your point of view. You may have just triggered them. 
And I think the only time where we even remotely did any judging was when we did criticize, you know, the dive master's decision for openly admitting the decompression. And yeah. uh, you you even said you, that you might get some bad karma points for this, you know, judging a dead guy. But it was, I think that was just a natural discussion that any two divers reading this story would have had. And by the way, not- 99% of what we even said about the goddamn story was reading, reading, <laughs> reading Michael Ainge's story in uh, uh, Divers Down. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I get it if we said something about them personally, and and if we did, and I would, I'm not rem- calling it my apologies. But uh, usually, if we criticize, it's the behavior; it's not the human. Absolutely, I would. I think that we're pretty. You know, I I don't think we have that. No, we love humans. Click that clickbaity attitude of oh. just do something wild just to sit there and make fun of people. I don't think that's what we're trying to do. No, I don't think we, we've... And when you look at a lot, like uh, we got another recent review, a uh, five-star that says, awesome podcast. I've been listening for over a year now. I love it. I'm a newbie, and I'm trying to take in as much as I can before I find a dive shop in Jacksonville, Florida, and hopefully an instructor who wants to teach and not just hand out a card. You Good guys are awesome. Good luck finding a dive shop in Florida. <laughs> I think you're in, I think you're in the right state for finding a dive shop. But yeah, at least uh they're getting something uh useful. You know, look for that instructor that's not about getting that uh what is that inst- elite instructor rating now where where it's solely based on the number of cards you've passed out in the shortest amount of time. Right, exactly. I mean, how about an elite status for the number of people that you didn't let just move on because they were certain to kill themselves or somebody else and you told them to hold it back get the uh, proper training and experience that you need before you move forward you know in any other education uh institution parameters or you you look at like harvard does not go we graduated ten thousand to this you know in this many months they don't any elite uh, education facility is does not brag on the on the number on the numbers of completions. They brag on the quality where these people are and what they did with their diving or, or yeah. education, I should say. Yeah, what they did with their yeah. lives from that education. Yeah, I, I, yeah I, I get what you're saying. And speaking of education, Brando, rap to me, old uh, Ocean Ramsey, who's what we're supposed to be talking about today. She is highly educated. Yes, she's got. She's uh, not just beautiful. She doesn't just whisper to the sharks. She's smart. She's, she's pretty... also intelligent. She's uh, got a behavioral sciences and psychology uh, degree. She's got a marine biology bachelor. She studied biology. Yes, and then she got a bachelor's in marine biology. And she will not eat sushi. Well, that's, I think, because she's vegan. And she's a, uh, well, true, she is vegan. Wouldn't you be if your name is Ocean? You have to be a vegan. You have to. Am I right? Probably not eating a lot of seafood. If no. your name's Ocean, no. Unless you're uh, like your name's Ocean and you become the apex predator of the sea, then you. I don't think you could use the name Ocean legally. She. What if her name was Shark Ramsey? Uh Shark Ramsey. Shark Ramsey is really a killer of sharks. No. 
I mean, if if I were to say Shark Ramsey's on his way here, would you be like, um, oh, some shark killing's about to go down? That's uh, Shark Johnson, my your nemesis? my alias. My, <laughs> your no, alias. My, my, oh. <laughs> he's the character for the thirty-seven films he's I've written. Be your, uh... I've partially <laughs> for the thirty-seven films and TV shows I've partially written, and and have. You know, uh, program proposals and pilot sizzles in my head that I've never really done anything with. You know, he's he's my star character. Interesting. That's your. Uh, I was going to say it's your. Uh, what do they call that in French? Uh, nom de plume. My alter ego. Yes, your nom de plume is uh, really your writer, your your author's name too. But uh... but I'm, I'm looking at this article from Surfer today. They say that she started swimming with sharks when she was only 14 years old. And not only is she a, a free diving model, but also a swimmer and surfer and hiker and runner and photographer and videographer and also a Pilates and yoga enthusiast. Son of a bitch. What doesn't Busy she do? girl. She's also 34, 24, 35 in her measurements. <laughs> FYI. That's... That's off of the internet. <laughs> um, I think uh, that's a fitting nicely into a size six wetsuit. <laughs> it says she worked as a driving instructor. I'm not sure if that is a um, if that's a misprint. It's supposed to be a diving instructor. Well, she is a Patty Master Scuba Diver trainer. Has been for over a decade. She founded One Ocean Diving, and they run shark diving programs and tours and swimming sessions with several shark species. So she does teach that. Well, she also stands 5 foot 10 inches. So she's a over average height for a woman. She's a tall drink of water. She is a tall drink of water. So she's smart. She's... Uh, tall, uh, beautiful, and she's into scuba. It sounds like a recipe, a perfect, like you ordered this young lady from a genie. but Genie out of a bottle? Genie out of a bottle. But I think sometimes if you share too many, like if you both are into diving, I think we talked about this once or twice. Both, Both you and your partner are really into scuba or anything for that matter you both share this heavy interest in one subject could it be turned into something that eventually becomes a wedge between you like does one start getting jealous of the other for their inordinate amount of time spent with that activity no you don't think so if they're both yeah they're both like i love scuba diving and but then you know you get together you oh this girl's beautiful and uh she loves diving and we begin having a relationship and over over time say she starts to love diving more than i do my my love for diving starts to wane and it is replaced with my love for for her and but she's too much into diving she's still not into me anymore would i get jealous of diving for taking her away from me I think you should talk to a professional. About this. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I never worked out, man. 
Uh, what about Hans and Lottie Haas? I know. I, like, about, like I'm uh, saying, I know it, and, it does Ron happen. Ron and Valerie Taylor from last week. True. Uh, they're out there. Uh, I noticed they don't have any children. None of them. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> the videos of Ocean. Yes, are done by her. Swimming next to those sharks that, that, that became such a viral explosion um, are shot by her husband. husband. Her husband, Juan Oliphant. And they seem to be making it work, both heavily into the uh, underwater world. But they they operate a company. What's that? Uh, One Ocean Diving and Research, right? Their water based business, from what I understand. They say in this article that she's been on a quest to debunk the myths behind the movie Jaws. Yep. She says that in ninety nine point nine percent of the time, sharks are just cruising around gracefully underwater. What, is she trying to debunk the myth that it was a mechanical shark? That was no goddamn mechanical shark. <laughs> I think the myth was the one that <laughs> sharks are just, hey, I'm going to go eat as many humans, try to enjoy their summer at the beach. Sharks are, sharks are down there, you know, having like little meetings. We hate humans. Down with humans. Let's eat all the humans. Is that what I'm to understand? Is that the mentality? Well, again, you know, Jaws, when it came out, was one of the original, like, clickbaity movies. I mean, it, it became the, you know, blueprint for writing the great American summer blockbuster. Well, it also became the blueprint to on how to uh, how to scare the public into a certain behavior. Like it scared the entire world into staying away from the oceans. Exactly, and I think that's what she means by saying that oh, she's yeah. trying to debunk that myth of I, no, the oceans are a beautiful place, and these sharks yes. are beautiful creatures. Yeah, they're you know if if you're in the water with them. When they're eating and chomping away and you're not paying attention, you don't know how to understand them and you can't read their behavior and you're in the water giving off the same signals as their prey, you're probably in a bad spot. Yeah. So the the answer to what I would say almost everything in this world where humans are in fear is education. Well, it is uh, easily education. I mean – just stop looking at the shark like it's, uh, you know, in a street gang or something. You know, it's out of West Side Story. <laughs> it, it is an animal, just like we are, that has DNA that has programmed it to a certain degree for uh, the behavior of being an apex predator. So it doesn't have anything personal against humans. It goes throughout its life, you know, just swimming, eating, and reproducing a little bit like humans in the sense of working, eating, and reproducing. So it, the shark does the same thing, um, but its its method of uh, eating or continuing to have nourish itself for life is eating biological animal species 
fauna. It's not most of them are fauna. <laughs> Animals. You know who you know who sharks really have a problem with? Uh are those Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, the Jets. They hate the Jets, man. They hate the Jets. And they all can snap their fins really good. You know, there's a lot of people out there that feel that, you know, when that big video went viral of her swimming with that huge 20-foot great white, you know, she got a lot of criticism saying that because she went down and touched the shark and that she was actually harassing the wildlife and that any good, respectable dive operation would never allow anyone to touch the animals. Well, the other side of it is the sharks allowing her to touch them. So I think the shark, if it we're not okay with it, it just whip around and take a chomp. You know, just like, I mean, hey, get the hell out of here. I mean, Ocean Ramsey is a very skilled freediver. Has beautiful movement in the water. That's and why she's a model. Swim, can certainly swim very fast, but at 20 times her fastest speed, she's never going to keep up with a shark that bursts and takes off and wants to get away. Yeah. Well, I don't, like I say, I don't, the shark isn't like, you know, hanging on to a sea turtle. Which, you know, the sea turtle really can't shake you off or is it going to whip around in a split second? And, you know, they're not known for their speed of reaction, turtles. Actually, many stories about them right, are about right. them being slow. So I get when they say, hey, don't hang on the turtles. The turtles probably yes. don't like it, but they can't make it known that they don't like it. Now, a shark will easily let you know, hey, I don't like this so i don't think it's a harassing thing and i think they say don't hang on the sharks so you don't get attacked exactly and i get that they say yeah there's a high risk of being attacked and bitten is one of the reasons why a lot of the people say you know that's it's bad behavior yeah because you're disturbing that that delicate balance but yeah i mean if the shark's like you know oh you want to ride me Uh, well i want to taste your femur you know there's a (laughs) The shark would just do it. it. It doesn't. So the fact that the shark isn't upset or being bothered by uh, Ocean Ramsey swimming with them, interacting with them, that should be enough right there to just kind of, okay, maybe I should cool my jets a little. Yeah, and I don't think it was her riding the Great White at all. She just, no, like, just came interacting. Down, swam ne- yeah. yep, came down, swam down next so to So they're mad about that. So they're mad like, oh, a human is accidentally in the water. No, a human is purposely in the water with a, with a Great White Shark. And that they're upset. They are upset that human that you in would water have with the shark. Audacity, the audacity. That you would have the audacity to interact and disturb that shark's natural pattern. What if? What if? Uh, Wait a goddamn what, minute. What, what about all the old stories? You know, from the 1900s that we were looking at when somebody was just out swimming, <laughs> just out taking a casual, casual, leisurely exercising swim, right, and got bitten half. Yeah. Well. Right in that book, Shark Attacks on Man, like they didn't even have a mask on, so they couldn't see. 
It was the shark that entered the human's little fun zone. Yeah, but they'll argue that the, the ocean the is, old, we shouldn't be uh, in the ocean. What about the little old lady sitting in the park reading the newspaper, and a bird has the audacity <laughs> to fly down and sit on her shoulder? Son of a bitch. And ask, and ask for some popcorn. That is the beginning of the end of the world. Destruction of the relationship between man and a. Why do we have to not interact with nature? We're here on this planet as natural creatures. Um, I think we have every. Don't you think we have every right to uh, interact with the, the other elements of nature as they do with us and other characters in nature? No, am I missing something? I, no, I, I I certainly do. Yeah, I don't get the anger. Just hey, cool your jets, man. Cool your sharks and cool your jets. I mean, it's not like she's oh, down there this. skinning it for a pair of shoes or sandals or a purse or a wallet or she's not skinning the shark. She's I've got swimming this. around with them. I'm sorry. I've got. Th- <laughs> I've got this. I believe it's an ABC News article. The headline says researchers slam marine conservationists for touching great white shark during close encounter near Hawaiian island of Oahu. Slam. Researchers did, eh? And and what did the researchers say? That no interaction. Back off. One of them, one of them, this uh, Dr. David Schiffman tweeted. This photo that you're all sharing is wildlife harassment from a serial wildlife harasser. There is absolutely no reason for this person to grab and attempt to ride a free-swimming animal. It doesn't show that sharks aren't dangerous. It shows that some humans make bad choices. Well, with your tone of voice there, I really think this guy's an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Another one was from... Doc Damier on Instagram that says Ocean Ramsey has jumped the shark literally and figuratively. And he goes on a huge tirade saying that I was going to let others chastise her for riding the, the white shark. But then I saw her posts. He says years ago, she came to social media fame by illegally riding white sharks at Guadalupe Island. Not only is it illegal in Mexico, it is unethical the world over. The number one rule of legitimate shark diving operators is don't touch the sharks. This is not shark advocacy. It is selfish self-promotion. Again, I, I think that not touching the sharks is for their sa- the diver's safety and the the legal protection of the operations. Like. Yeah, yeah, I, and, and I get that part, you know, and he continues on just going on this tirade, but, but he says, you know, would you go on a safari and ride the lions? Remember what happened to the bear whisperer in Alaska? He thought he knew them so well that he was part of their family. Well, yeah, the bear took care of it. He was bothered. Well, actually, the, the bear was hungry, <laughs> There's a lot of bears. There's a lot of bear attacks where they're they they are just hungry, and you look like a a fucking picnic basket. Hey, boo boo. Hey, boo boo, my boy. How's about a picnic basket? It's a Ranger Smith. I don't think uh, anyone in our audience remembers Yogi Bear. 
and I, I get this. We had this discussion last week, right? There's a fine balance between, you know, understanding that these sharks are the apex predator of the ocean and not wanting to pass on even the slightest thought that anybody with a pair of fins and a mask and snorkel could jump in the water and cuddle up next to a happy, cuddly, <laughs> great white shark and hold their fin and, and swim around like they're holding hands with their shark pal and be perfectly safe. But at the same time, like I also understand somebody from her perspective that this isn't she was just out on a boat one day and had mass fin snorkel, jumped right. in, saw a shark, and tried to swim down and touch it. I mean, this is years of studying, She's learning, a- <laughs> and experiencing, you know, trying to be able to discern their different behavior patterns. And it was in a moment where she felt totally at peace totally comfortable was in flow with the creature yeah Uh, james the biggest thing is she's interacting in their environment i'm curious what these researchers say about you know say sea world or any of these places that have the animals captured and they're interacting there you know having them trained to do tricks and they're actually prisoners um I mean that that kind of stuff to me is a little more offensive and and damaging, and as well, you know, to Did to you the ever, whole. You're telling me, uh, wait, wait, have you never seen Georgie the Great White <laughs> bounce the the beach ball on his nose? Yes, I have not seen that, and and they don't have great whites for a reason uh, because of that interaction is so questionable. You don't know what you're going to get, but again. Uh, this particular person that's interacting is has a marine biology degree, much experience with them. Uh, she seems comfortable with it. The sharks seem extremely comfortable with it. And, and she's in their environment. She's come to them. She did not capture the sharks. Not, she's not holding a shark in a you know, half Nelson or anything. You will, you'll swim me around, shark. You'll swim me around and you'll be happy about it. And you'll pose for the camera, bitch. Oh right! I mean, I mean, there's all kinds of uh, you know footage of her, of her and stories of her swimming with whales and swimming with rays and you know it, it's you know whale sharks and stingrays and it's another we're just another species. So like when a, a shark's swimming through the ocean and it comes to the you know uh, a fucking school of parrotfish, are the parrotfish offensive as well for hanging out with the sharks? And so, and and if somebody comes back and says, "Well, the parrotfish didn't grab onto his fin," and I, I'd say, "Well, what about fucking remora? What they're hanging on, they're riding, they're along for the ride, bitch." Interesting point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just don't, I just don't agree with that that point of view. Like, we are not supposed to interact at all with any uh, elements of nature. You should just stay in your basement. Stay in my basement, my my concrete basement. Don't, <laughs> don't look don't at the trees. Don't go outside. And... <laughs> yeah, it's a little crazy. I know we're taking it to the other side, maybe being a little bit ridiculous, but but we're not in the respect of what they're asking, what they desire is, I don't think it's really natural. I mean, it's removing uh, an element of existence 
like do not interact with the animals of the planet like we're in some kind of zoo yeah who's in the zoo yeah <laughs> or are they are they in the zoo or are we in the zoo who's the who's the the customers who's the caged animals i don't know but maybe we're all just in a zoo well she says that you know like what she's trying to do is to show that just being in the water with predator sharks does not necessarily mean you're going to get eaten that's the message and that's the message i get that that's the message i get too yeah. like you can interact yeah you can't be a dumbass right. and interact with any type of an animal you can't be a dumbass and interact with a dog at the park right w- without a chance of getting your hand bit off right god damn it no i exactly that that's what i'm i get the ma- the message that hey they're not out there just um man eaters like we hate humans and we're going to go to the beach and start attacking i i don't think that's what happens in the, at the end of the day their nature is is predatory for animals so if they happen to get a few humans that are dangling in the water like a sea animal in distress they're going to going to take a taste so back off back off researchers i think people there are people on both ends of the spectrum that are just too far you know the the gets crazy the people in the middle tolerant and sensible people in the middle are like, yeah, no, no big deal. No big whoop, like most issues. What happens today, particularly, with the Internet, and it's so easy to oh, judge, yeah. is we've been conditioned to either be one side or another. You're not conditioned and taught to be an objective thinker. No, critical you thinking. Have to be, yeah, gone. you have to be for or against yeah if anything the past two years and even the past decade has shown that critical thinking has has exited the building in the world thanks thanks in great part to the internet (laughs) exactly i mean it's it's hard to find somebody out there that's willing to look at a situation or look at a story or look at a photo or look at a instagram video and judge it you know, from the person that they're watching's perspective, like where their mind is, where they are, they judge it from themselves. And if they're in disagreement, they're immediately just going to explode right back with hate speech. They're not going to take the time to learn what this person learns. Exactly. And then approach it from that perspective. They're just going to take whatever data they've received up to that point and make judgment. The judgment people. Yes. Highly critical of almost everything except themselves. Whoa, whoa. That's going too far. Whoa. I was all about bashing the hell out of people until it, until we started talking about me. <laughs> until it eventually, I became the bashee. And people were uh, unreasonably criticizing me, as, as I would like to put it. I mean... I could criticize you or somebody else in particular if their balls were like shark skin, <laughs> real, real sandpapery. You know what I mean? I would hope you're not criticizing. I don't know. If you swing that way, hey, whatever. Listen, but, uh... I, saw you, I saw you putting the, that, your P-valve on the other day, and I couldn't help but noticing 
Takes, it's getting you know, a little I was, I was thinking too to myself, close here. I was thinking to myself, you know, his sack looks <laughs> and probably feels like shark skin. Did it feel like shark skin? Because I don't, I'm not getting any Randall, complaints at this point. It's the but, middle, um, it's the middle of summer. It's officially summertime. Yeah. Uh. And listen, everybody talks about looking good for the warmer summertime months when you're hanging out at the beach, hanging out at the dive site, getting ready for your dive. But do all you people out there, do you really have the balls to do it? It's time to nut up or shut up. Well, here we go. Here we go. And you know what the easiest step to looking sexy out on the beach, putting on your P-valve? I have an idea. It's by using Manscaped, Brando. Manscaped's ultra smooth package. Make sure that you have the proper care for down there, if you know what I mean. True that. If you are hooking up, you need the Manscaped product. At least the lawnmower 4.0. You don't want your balls feeling like shark skin. Nobody (laughs) wants that. (laughs) Chafing all inside your. Your fruit no, of the looms. Don't be wearing that. those fruit of looms. You should be wearing some boxers. Uh, you should be wearing some boxers 2.0, which gives you the perfect stage to show off your new look, <laughs> if you know what I mean, for your old lady shark. And as you know, lady sharks prefer the smoothness. Not only do the boxers 2.0 make you look hot, believe you me, but your cleanly shaved nethers will keep you cool, man. <laughs> and that jewel pouch technology that they got, dude. Come Forget on. About it. Keep your boys from turning any beach day into a swamp day. Forget about it. And if you're gonna go diving, people, you should dive head first into summer by joining, you know, five million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. And by the way, get your twenty percent off of free shipping by going to manscaped.com. Insert code TGDP, that's manscaped.com forward slash TGDP, and get your ultra smooth package, because it's got the crop shaver razor in there, crop exfoliator, crop gel, which we all know is a uh, uh, patent-pended uh, shark repellent for dangerous <laughs> sharks. Patent-pending. Let's. Uh, but hey, with that statement, we do have to warn that it's pending, don't... Don't use it as a shark repellent. Well, there's Don't a jump in the water. <laughs> there's a three-step process. True. They got the crop exfoliator. You put that on, exfoliate your area. Then you squirt on some crop gel, get it all lathered up on there. And then you use the crop shaver to, to clean up that groin area with confidence. Shar- Ola Ocean Ramsey would like this stuff, Brando. It's, all three of these are vegan cruelty-free, and sulfate-free products. Cruelty-free? Can they guarantee that? Guaranteed. Like the So guy... that you know that your manhood is in good hands without any, you know, compromise to your values. What if, what if one of the guys was in a bad mood and he called somebody a name on the way to work, cut him off? That's cruel. Well, it would be cruel, but if he had exfoliated, <laughs> cleaned up his gel balls and shaved them clean, he'd be feeling so smooth, he'd be in a better mood on his way to work. Interesting. There you go, everybody. Get 20% off free shipping with the code TGDP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with code TGDP. 
There are so few perfect summer days out there, especially living here in Michigan. Don't let hot, sweaty balls ruin them, people. Stay fresh and clean and smelling good with Manscaped. All right, let's get back to our uh, inner ocean. How about that? Our what? Our inner ocean. Our inner ocean. Our inner ocean Ramsey. Okay. That sounds a little X-rated almost. There's a blog over at patty.com that you can check out, uh, Learning Shark Communication with Ocean Ramsey. Oh, nice. And if you want to act and think and, and be like her underwater and you want to channel that inner ocean, she says that one of the most important and impactful things that you can do for sharks is to become a conscious consumer. Sharks are used in a variety of different products like pet food and cosmetics even. So that's why they would, I said, she'd, she'd enjoy that, uh, that Manscaped Heck yeah. Stuff that manscaped the manscaped products and Cru- the cruelty free manscaped stuff. She go. says, She says, don't buy from cosmetic companies whose products contain squalene with an E, not squalene with an A, which is plant based. She says, to avoid buying seafood known to contain shark meat, such as quote, rock salmon, flake. And generic white fish. She says if a restaurant or store is serving shark, shark fin soup, or any product derived from shark, send them a pre-drafted letter from helpsavesharks.org. She gives us a couple other ways that you can help. And one of them is to organize or participate in beach cleanups. Shout out to Great Lakes Great Responsibility. Go over and check out our Cleanup efforts at greatlakeslove.org. Helping out our freshwater sharks. Yes. She says that uh, you want to try to avoid using single-use plastics like bottles and caps and bags and disposable single-use razors and straws and utensils. She says when scuba diving, carry a knife and a mesh bag to remove fishing line and rope and other debris from the reef. And damn it. Speak up for sharks in the ocean and social media and everywhere you go. Share posts like 18 things more dangerous than sharks. And sign a petition to get involved and rally for conservation legislation. 18 things more dangerous than sharks. Uh, More dangerous. Everyday things more dangerous than sharks. I'm listening. You've piqued my interest. What is it? What are they? Well, you know, people see sharks as being just... People eating death machines. They're not. But worldwide, there's only about 10 fatalities a year from sharks. Close the oceans. Co- Close the oceans to- for our safety for two weeks. Flatten <laughs> right. the curve. Flatten that curve, James. <laughs> just be for two <laughs> weeks, people. Did you know there's eight deaths every day in the United States alone just from people texting and driving? I would have expected it to be higher than that. Human beings kill more than 70 million sharks every year. But they. For sport and teeth and their fins. Didn't they have it coming? No, oh, they're man eaters. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play the devil's idiot here. <laughs> Not the advocate, devil's idiot. Well, let's talk about idiots. Here Did we you go. Know that there's, more, there's more than two dozen people. Are, are killed every year 
by flying champagne corks flying while they're trying to celebrate something special. Outlaw champagne right now for two weeks to flatten the curve. Let me ask you a question. In the last 272 days. Yes. How many days out of those last 272 days have you been driving in a car? 309. <laughs> you, your odds of being killed in a car accident are 1 in 272. Really? How did they come Eating. up with that number? Eating. The World Health Organization estimates that 420,000 people die annually from contaminated foods. Outlaw food. 5,000 deaths per year just in the United States. Outlaw the United States. <laughs> uh, I say just make a new law. We'll solve everything. What What about the that guy I saw, you know, downtown last week? He was eating, eating that half sandwich out of the dumpster. <laughs> eating that, that yeah, And then somebody was posting, they were posting it on Instagram for clicks. Is that not like Ocean Ramsey swimming with the shark? Like just tempting the fates? No, I don't think it is. I don't think I don't know how we equate that 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 bum that uh, person eating out of a dumpster. Who knows if they were bum? I mean, does a bum does a bum imply that like they're a bum with their with their character, their their whole essence of their human being, or does bum to, to me implies when you say the word bum, you're like. Well, I never basic, said bum. I did. I, when I say the word bum, but when one s- uses the word bum to describe a, uh, uh, a a homeless, vagrant kind of person on the streets, and then somebody's going to scream, how do you know he's homeless? Well, I'm, I'm assuming because he's eating out of a dumpster that he doesn't have a home. But I could be wrong. You're right. This this per- This person eating out of the dumpster... If I were to call them a bum, does it? It doesn't imply like they are a horrible human being. It implies that no, they don't no. have any uh, means in which to support themselves. They've kind of given up on on that idea in life. Like I am going to be a cog in the machine and whatnot. You never know, though, because you're making an ass out of you and Umption right now. Well, they could I, be I mean, an Instagram influencer that's just <laughs> that's dressed eating, up, throwing away. They're right. just into eating, throwing away food. Well, I, I mean, we're going down a slippery slope here because uh, to to walk around and not make any judgment calls on on the people and things we see in our, in our world would cause us to come to a complete stifled stop. Like I can't make it. I can't judge anything. I can't walk out of my house and judge that it's going to be a decent day or it's going to rain or whatever. I can't judge the safety of my car. I can't judge the people in the in the the merchants I have to interact with during my day to to obtain food and and whatnot. I can't judge them. They might be crazy. They might not be. They might not be humans. I don't know. So don't we have to judge? Don't I have to take a look at something and base it upon my experience on the planet and uh, the definition of vagrant and bum and whatnot? Go, this guy is probably, the likelihood is very great that this person is homeless and jobless and is probably that way because they've said, I'm done. I'm done with it. And something, you know, traumatic probably happened to them. Right? Yes. 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 I I mean, that's a judgment call. 
So where was this going? A, what, I'm trying to to justify if I call someone a bum, I'm not saying they're a bum. They're just they're the lowest human being on the planet. What I'm saying is they've are homeless and foodless, and they're on the streets eating food from a dumpster. That's all. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> This is where we've got Brandon ladders. Yeah, you know, did you know ladders? Just in 2014, there was 113 ladder-related fatalities. That's all. I thought there'd be way more. Ladders are. I mean, there's a lot of uh, uh, directives, regulations, rules, laws applying to ladders. Any firefighter out there knows this. You have to go through a, a lot of ladder training. A lot of ladder training. Weeks and weeks at the uh, old fire academy. So ladders can be super dangerous. But not... Outlaw But... For two weeks. They they can be super dangerous. They are super dangerous, especially in comparison to... Sharkies. The ten, ten shark fatalities worldwide. Worldwide, right. You know, a person is far more likely to die falling out of bed, oh. a chair, or other furniture at home... Than traveling on a railway. Outlaw furniture. On a, on a railway. And the railways. odds are one in 225,000. That you're going to bite that it? You could, that you could die. And it's more likely of falling out of bed. You know what the odds of being killed by a shark are? One in 3,748,067. But there's a chance. What you're saying is there's there is a, a chance. chance. There is still a chance. Outlaw sharks, I say. Outlaws going in the ocean. Outlaw sharks on land. Um, let's just make a new law, man. We said a moment ago that sharks kill 10 people worldwide. But which 10? On, a- on average. Are they randomly you know dogs? chosen? Dogs kill people. Like Do you know dogs business. are the fourth deadliest animal on earth, killing 25,000 people a year? Is that like right behind? I'm going to say our, our hippopotamus up there. Hippos kill 2,900 people per year. Fucking hippos are mad as fuck. Do you Excuse know goddamn me. deer? Mad goddamn AF. deer. They're angry AF, man. Yeah, deer. deer kill about 130 people but a year. But they're cute, goddamn it. So we won't say anything about Cows. Deer. Did you know cows kill 20 Americans a year, as do horses? They had it coming, though. You see what they do to cows and horses? What about bees, wasps, hornets, fucking even bugs. ants? Do you know that 30 people per year die from ants? Which is statistically more deadly than they all shot. Sharks. Outlaw ants. Mosquitoes. Fucking mosquitoes. 429,000 people die from malaria. Well, yeah, they attribute And about 22,000 people die from dengue fever. Okay. Interesting. The animal that causes the second highest number of fatalities per year. You know that animal Spider. is? Uh, hold it. Hold it. Hold it. I think I know. It's got to be a, a, is it a cobra or something? A rattlesnake? No. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, the possum. I have no idea. What? Humans, fucking humans kill more humans. Yeah. Well, they we. Why is that even included in the study? It's like whatever. Uh, but yeah, according to um, 
GatesNotes.com, the most lethal animals. Uh, number one is the mosquito. Number two is the human. Number three is the snake. Then dogs and tsetse flies and assassin bugs and freshwater snails and roundworms and tapeworms and crocodiles and hippos and elephants, lions, wolves, all the way down to finally you get to sharks down. Freshwater snails, eh? Those mean motherfuckers. What uh, are they carrying some kind of diseases? Uh, Semi-automatic pistols. (laughs) Actually, AR-15s. That's really why they want to get the AR-15s out the street. Those fucking snails. Well, hey, everybody. That is... um... That's a little bit about our second ocean chick, Ocean Ramsey, after our first ocean chick, Valerie Taylor. This suggestion was sent to us originally a couple months back by our good friend, Dr. K. Seuss. <laughs> Thought it would be a, a good, good comparison to have for Shark Week. Who is the more shark conservy of the shark conservationists? What do you think? think people what uh, what what is your choice for the most sharky supporty woman out there to to combine shark week and woman's international dive day we just had well in my humble opinion they're both incredible uh, activists and conservationists and spokespeople for our friends of the sea not just sharks, I think the ocean period, when you start talking about the sharks, you know, it's just the one aspect of it, but it brings awareness to uh, a whole lot of shit going on that is uh, not good for the health of our oceans, hence the planet, right? But Yeah, um, exactly. But, so you look at Valerie Taylor's breadth of her work, but she's been on the planet 50 more years, 50 plus more years than uh, our friend Ocean Ramsey. Ocean Ramsey's off to a great start course you're getting criticism and again i would say to ocean ramsey if you're not getting criticism from someone you're not doing it right absolutely and uh that's why we we enjoy getting our one star reviews from time to time we do not it it reminds us that we're on the right track yes we are on the right track we do not enjoy a three star a four star or even a two star we have no respect for those none no but a one-star review, I respect. I and Skip it. from uh, Lexington, Kentucky. Um, thanks for giving our show a try. Sorry we're not the show for you. Uh, go find yourself another one, and we're going to keep doing what we do. Right. Because uh, we got a whole lot more reviews out there with the five-star anyway. So, I got and, uh, Those of you who have given a five-star review, thank you very much. Go out and give us a couple more so that we can get that little ticker over that 200 mark. That would make me feel good. And I got a lot more gallows humor to, to dish out. Oh, we're just starting on that. And I'm going to criticize. I'm just going to randomly shred people. I hate that shirt you're wearing, I, I'm gonna tell you, I'm going to tell you somebody <laughs> that you can't shred is Angie over at the Abyss Coffee Co. I could not so shred Angie. I what wouldn't you can want do, to. What you can do is go over to theabysscoffeeco.com. And uh, order yourself a little uh, bag of the Kraken coffee, which is one of their fan favorites over there. The Kraken. Release it's the Kraken. A, uh, it's a delectable bean with undertones of butter and cream. Nice, earthy flavor with hints of chocolate. 
And uh, definitely one for the people who like a nice smoky taste to their coffee. Get over there and get some Kraken. And uh, don't forget, make sure you use that TGDB code so she knows that you heard about her from the Great Dive Podcast. Ask her to release the Kraken. Release the Kraken. Release the Kraken. Right. Release the Kraken. Brandon, are we going to sign logbooks or do we not know where next week may go? We should, are we going to still be talking about sharks next week? I think we are. Don't you think we have one more, one more sharky? Uh, yeah, yeah, so uh, let's, uh, yeah, no, uh, so no logbook no, today. No goddamn logbook. No. Because I would, I would just put a one star in your logbook today. I'm going to get that, that, that kind of makes me mad, but I can make you even madder by giving you a three star. <laughs> you can. It's true. All right, everybody. Well, hey, we hope uh, you enjoyed this little uh, episode about Ocean Ramsey and shark conservation. And I hope those of you out there listening enjoy our gallows humor, as described by old Skip. And we will tune back in and see you next week, everybody. Did you hear that? I was trying to give you the sound effect for the edit. No, there was no sound there. Son of a bitch. Okay, it's what is Liam it? Neeson saying release the Kraken? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> sorry, right, sorry, I got stuck on release the Kraken. Yeah, you yeah, kept maybe yammering. I'll, I'll, I'll throw that in. Okay, yeah, um, here we go. All right, so I just said, see you next week. You gonna do your um, sign off? Yeah, say, of course same. I am. Of course okay. I am. Same, <laughs> same headache for old Jamesy. <laughs> uh, same sharky time. And that's it. That's I'm leaving it at that. Poor James. I do feel bad for you some days. <laughs> He's a pro. He's a pro. I'm not so much. <laughs> I'm just out here rambling on with uh, my three cups of coffee. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Release the Kraken. Blah, blah, blah.